I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm right in front of my front steps thinking of a plan, looking like Raggedy Ann, no dough in hand kicking a can, thinking of a plot to pull some bank in. Because I'm dead and stinking, soles on my shoes winking, t-shirt is shrinking? Soon, I see some ties in my eyes open wide quick. Who's that with you, chick? Bill Blast, my side. Kick. What up, Black? Give his hand a smack. Up pulls the Cadillac. Your baby will be back. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode with your boys, Will and Justin, both in the house. Say what's up to everybody, Will. What's up, everybody? What's up, ladies? And Justin. Alright, <laughs> uh, man. So uh, you know, it's been a busy day. Will got kicked out of school for having sex and been all over the news. You alright, man? Man, I'm struggling, man. You know. They hit me up for getting some booty. Tell me my goatee wasn't clean enough. <laughs> they catch me. you with the dye soda? The yeah, man. Thing? Man, I tried to tell it was a Pepsi Max. <laughs> 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 I just want to know what's the ass fat. That's all I want to know. To risk losing my scholarship, you know it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like uh, Bo said on the morning Jones. You know they got some bad chicks out there just because it's the best of the best coming there. And if you think about it, man, they don't. They can't watch like certain movies. They can't drink certain stuff. They can't drink alcohol. They can't drink. Sodas with caffeine, they can't drink tea, they can't, you know what I'm saying? So much they can't do that they got to be banged. Oh, like, yeah. There's got to be some chicks on there, and they don't want you to get on them. That's crazy talk. Yeah. Um, I still don't know why people would agree to The thing is, I guarantee they don't sell you on that shit. No. That's not, like, I had a recruiting trip. I had several, but I had the one where I decided to go. Man, they lied to my parents' face. And I was like, if they allowed me an academic scholarship, <laughs> I know they out here lying to these athletes left and right. Like, oh, every day is like this, baby? We don't enforce them rules, man. Go ahead and sign that. Yeah. All right, then. Listen, nigga. We, dude, this shit is done. <laughs> but see, I stayed the weekend. And it was like, you know, you hung out with the other people that was up for summer school or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. This is really what campus is like. when the, once, once all the, you know, the, um, Administrators and everybody else leave. It's really what the campus like. I can't imagine them dudes, especially the football players. They always going to overnight trips. I can't imagine them going on an overnight trip and somebody not pulling them to the side and like, listen, dog, we don't get no booty around here. And if we do, it's a problem. See, this is what I think, man. I think he probably got some ass on his recruiting trip because that's okay. Because you ain't signed up for the other code, code of honor yet. Right. like, yeah, man, you can get all the ass you want. We got three bitches for you right now. They ain't tell you that once you sign them papers, <laughs> that's yeah, what the last booty you For people get. that's listening and don't know, what we're talking about is Brandon Davies, the center for BYU, which I think is like the third-ranked team in the nation, right? Yeah, yeah. they lost Yeah, well, he, uh, he got suspended from the team uh, indefinitely, kicked out of school. Well, not kicked out of school, suspended from the team indefinitely. Possibly might end up leaving the school having a transfer because in their honor code, you can't have sex is one of the things. And it doesn't really say you can't have sex explicitly. It says you need to live a chaste lifestyle. But it's also on the same line with you can't drink sodas with caffeine. You can't, uh, you know, watch uh, certain movies and you shit like that. Starbucks. You, know, yeah. you know the thing is, he had to be fucking one of the coaches 
I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Rhyme Overreach. Yep, and uh, I guess we can go ahead and get into some podcasting, because I really... What about the, the official uh, t- a weapon? Oh, yes. I almost forgot. The official <laughs> weapon of this podcast is... The taser. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet ball. The bullet ball extreme. Now, you know we can't forget that. Come on. Yeah, baby. you're right. You get, it's a staple of the show. I was expecting Karen to say after you said the official sport. I was expecting Karen to say the taser. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little distracted, man. I had I came home. I had two niggas just sitting out in front of my house doing nothing. I was sitting in a car with no. I was like, what the fuck? They were looking at paperwork. I'm like, what? Two niggas, you know, that not in business suits, just sitting around conducting business and. Hey, where well, I was got nervous. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So I had Will come in and Justin come in early. Like, just in case we got to fight these niggas off. <laughs> the internet might get real. <laughs> niggas, is, niggas is tripping out it's here. It's like Rodimus Prime. I heard you was talking shit on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> My nigga, what's up with you not want to be on our podcast, bitch? Yeah. What's up with you on Xbox? You don't like those comedy niggas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said some black people at paper. Yeah, I'm like, I'm reading. Mm-mm, this is suspicious. I need to call 911. I got two niggas reading. Yeah. Hey, look, you know what, though? I wonder if you did call 911. Like, listen, um, there's some black people reading out here in front of me. They're like, we're on our way. I won't say anymore. They will respond. It'll be on the news. They're between 5 foot 10 and 6 foot 8. <laughs> Can't get Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Back with baseball cap, wearing Nikes, and reading books. Oh, shit. It can only be two people. Um, man, y'all y'all ever see a tweet on Twitter that comes in your timeline that's so stupid that you forget how you follow that person? Like, it makes you look into their profile? Yeah. yeah. I did that the other day. Like, somebody said something so fucking dumb to me. It was to me, and I was like, Wait a minute, it looks like I'm following this dude. Why? <laughs> like, I didn't even say nothing back to him. I was just like, nah, man, we're not about to do that. You just have to immediately that. unfollow them. Yeah, man. I, it's crazy, man. This internet shit is getting out of control. I'm starting to get popular a little bit. And um, mother, motherfuckers start thinking I'm bigger than I am. And they think that I think I'm bigger than I am. Yeah, they think we be frozen, don't you? I'm just a nigga with a microphone and a wife. That's it. I, mean, I ain't making no money off this shit yet. I ain't balling. I mean, well, y'all kind of balling. I mean, what? we got sunroofs on the cars. And <laughs> yeah, we do got the, the sunroof on the 93. You know what I'm saying? We, we rolling. We rolling. Well, you know, perception is reality. So shit, if they think you big, then you big time. I, I think it's insecurity, man. Like, I, I'm going to tell y'all, this is, this is what happened this week. In Ratchetness. This week in Ratchetness. We need a segment. We need music. Nah, 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 nah. But, um, Wait, this is a black show. You got a beatbox. <laughs> yeah, this, this week in Ratchetness probably needs some type of like Lil Wayne or some shit. But, I wake um, up early in the morning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I can't get that song out of my head. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, so this week, man, um, I, I used to post on this message board, and I'm not giving out the name, but people that listen to the show, they probably know it, but I, I got off that message board a couple of years ago because, you know, I, when I lost my job, I was like, yeah, I didn't have time to go on there anymore, you know, I'm looking for a job, I just, and nothing feels less productive when you need to be looking for a job than being on a message board <laughs> arguing about some bullshit, <laughs> and uh, this message board is one of the more ratchet ones in the world, like, they, they go at each other pretty hard, and 
put people business on the streets and shit like that. And, wow. Yeah, and uh, you know, I was only there for jokes. And if it's funny, I'll you know I'll make a joke. But I'm not about to be like, nigga, this your picture or whatever. You know, like I don't, I don't care. Look <laughs> at your kids. And uh, you know, I'm admittedly self-absorbed. You know what I'm saying? But I was working with a couple dudes from the site because they wanted to create their own sports site. Cause everybody likes sports and stuff, and I like sports. I don't love it as much as them, but I like it. I dabble in it, you know what I'm saying. But I don't want to be confined to only commenting on sports. It's kind of, it's limited. So uh, they wanted to start their own sports called TPFSports.com, and it didn't work out. But we had a site for a little bit, and I was writing for them on the, you know, on what I could, and then posting for my own stuff when I could. And eventually, it got to be too much, and I was like, man, I, I have to start doing shit for myself. Like I don't want to be confined to just sports and I, I don't want to just half-ass it and waste y'all's time either. So I talked to the dude, you know, had to sit down and it was cool. And uh, I'm still friends with the guy that was running the site and everything. But there was some fringe motherfuckers in there that was involved that apparently had issues with me and I never knew. And maybe it's because I'm self-absorbed admittedly. I don't pay attention to people if they're not talking about me normally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not actually entertained by you and checking for you, I'm not going to talk to you. But I don't say nothing bad about you. I just don't check for you. It's not, it's not even a personal thing. I don't dislike you. I don't like you. You just exist to me in a state of just, you know, existence. But you don't actually you don't actually move my meter one way or the other. So, apparently, um, one of these dudes... And the thing is, I know both these dudes' real first names because I've talked to them on the phone. Like, I ain't gonna call you no fucking screen name on the phone, right? <laughs> and one of them even follows me on Twitter and shit like that, or he did. I guess he don't anymore because of this shit. But, um, so like I said, I, I go to the message board and they have a thread about the Morning Jones. And I'll check that because, uh, you know, I keep up with what people are saying about the show because I love the show and, you know, I support the show and shit and it's funny, uh... Listening and seeing what people had to say about it, um, and so uh, I go in there and I and I, I, I click around on the message board and I see somebody has my name on the show, like like I like I was a guest on their show, but I've never heard of the show. I've never even been offered to be a guest on the show, <laughs> so I was like, that is weird. So I go in there and I respond to the topic like, hey man, um, I'm not you know like I'm not sure why y'all have me on the show, but Y'all ain't gotta be that way. Y'all wasn't. I obviously wasn't on the show, but if y'all want me to, let me know, man. The, so and then um, I go on Twitter and I put a link to it. and I'm like, I can't believe this shit. Like, people are actually putting my name on something I wasn't on for 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 what? Like, what is this internet fame? Like, what what is that? But you know what? If, if I was you, I'd be like, you know, you owe me. I need compensation. <laughs> you used my name. Like you put you put LeBron's name on something without him right. uh, knowing and put it out there in the public, you will have to pay him. Well, I think uh if you talk to the people we you know that I deal with as far as in the especially the chilling circuit type crew or whatever, yeah. I'm I'm as helpful as I can be to just about anybody trying to get in this podcast and shit. I feel like it's room for everybody yeah, and diverse opinion. I'm not about like competition, like what? This nigga coming at me? Yeah, I'm going to come at this nigga. We ain't got no ratings. Yeah. I mean, you can have 50 podcasts in there. You... Who cares? Yeah, but I guess my thing would be it's it's one thing to come like if I was trying to start up a podcast, be like, hey yo, look, Rod, you know, could you help me out? Could you right. do this, whatever? Right. And you make the decision to do it or not? Because that shit could be garbage, right? And that that puts so it was garbage. Bag. It was garbage. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, just from from a technical standpoint, it was garbage. Yeah. 
Like it was, it was, they was talking sports, but it was real, like unorganized and shit. It was just like, you know, that's starting out. Yeah. Maybe it will get better and shit. You know, they had some quality issues, niggas talking over each other, cutting each other off. Nobody was in the room with each other. It sounded like they was all on Skype. So, yeah. you know, you have some issues to work out or whatever. And I'm not saying the name of that show because, you know, that's, they, they were shady about it. But, um, you know, they, but they, they definitely, uh, like, so anyway, so I go on there and I tweet like, hey, check this shit out. Isn't that funny? A couple people hit me back like, yeah, that is funny. <laughs> and then uh, and then I go back in there and the guy's like, no, nah, man, I just did that to give you some props. I'm like, give me some props. Like, that purposely looks misleading like you saying I'm on the show. Mm-hmm. Two, I, I listen to some of your shows. You're not talking about me. You're not giving me no props and nothing. Like, what is what is this? What is this shit? Like, who operates that way? I'm shocked they didn't try to delete your comment. Well, they didn't. Um, they 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 couldn't. They weren't running the board, so they couldn't delete my comment. But um, so so I, you know, I it was it was done for me. After I saw that he said, "Oh, we just giving process." Said, you know what? It's cool. Whatever. Left it at that. I go in the next day because I hadn't listened to the show at the time. I listened to the show. I go back in to give him some feedback. I look in there. This nigga has been talking about me all day like, yo man, I'm disappointed in him for going on Twitter talking about people trying to put his name in it. Like it didn't happen, for one. And and like I didn't do that before he explained himself, as inefficient as that explanation was, before he explained himself, right? So, uh, this motherfucker's like, alright, um, I'm like, I'm just like, dude, what, come on, seriously? Are we really, are we really going there? And this is like, I don't appreciate you being a bitch ass, da 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 da. I'm like, and it's the internet, so you know, niggas talk way harder than they have to, cause, and I, and I, and the thing is, I'm not even mad at them, and nothing they said, like, affected my feelings, because one, I remember being on the internet back in them days, and they, they didn't say not one thing I haven't heard before. <laughs> Some iPhones. Yeah, yeah, the internet thugging. <laughs> Two, like, anything that was true is either shit that I'm okay with, or else I would've changed in my life, or, it's shit that is just made up, right? And what that, this particular dude was one of the dudes from that collaborative group that was trying to start that site. So it was even more funny because I remember him coming to me, like he would write like stuff and be like, man, check this out. What do you think about this? And I'd be like, oh, that's a good parody of uh, Jason Whitlock or whatever. That's going to be funny. You know, not me coming to him. I've never seen him shit in my life to be like, what do you think? Can you validate this? Am I funny enough for you? No, because I don't care, you know. But that's the way I roll. I don't really, I have confidence and it bothers some people, apparently. <laughs> so, um, this motherfucker talks about me. And I just, and he, you know, on the internet, you had like these yes men and shit. So, you got, and these kids are probably, like, like some of these people that were yes men in here were like probably 15 or so. But I know this dude is a grown man. So it's funny to me to listen to a grown man cater to these little kids, and I just felt sad for him because I remember how I was when I was on the boards all the time, and I would think that that shit was cool too. Like, oh niggas is co-signing me. Oh, they, they think my shit is tight, man. Look at my thread count. <laughs> the, the responses is going up. This is amazing. I'm I'm just shit today. Like you walk around with your chest full for what? For for a hundred people, a hundred people like your shit today. So um, I, anyway, so I I I, I basically was like. Let me just bow out of this. I, I explained myself enough. So another dude from the site comes on, from the, the TPS Sports site. And this dude is like a sports writer or something like that. And I don't even, I don't even, this is the other thing. I don't even remember these niggas' last names because I don't care. Like, honestly, I'm not even putting their first names on here because that's how much I don't care. Like, 
I want, I, and I know they listened to my show because they were using details and shit from my show, my Twitter account, old threads, like shit that I just don't care enough to look up about these people. Like, it would be like if you walked up to Kobe and was like, yeah, nigga, that's why you bought that $6 million ring. And he'd be like, I don't know how much your wife's rings cost. <laughs> and I'm never going to find out. I don't know how that makes you feel inside, but I'm never going to care about you. That's what makes it funny as hell is, like, they really are all about your business and trying to live off. They're trying to ride your coattail, but getting famous off of it is. It's weird, man. It's, and it's, I'm not famous. I can't help you get famous. I mean, in their mind. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's weird. Yes. When you're famous to me, I, you know, I salute the general this every dude, day on the court. This dude told me, this dude told me you copy your whole style from Bomani. First of all, I've been on the internet shit way longer than I know Bomani. But the reason I know Bomani is because he used a quote from me in an article he wrote for ESPN2. How am I copying my style from him? Like if it, and I, and the thing is, I respect Bo. I even look up to Bo, but I still see everybody as peers, and that means that goes for everybody. If you, I don't see nobody as better than me. Like if if Kobe walks in here, I just look at it like Kobe is a regular ass nigga. There's nothing special about him where I need to be like, let me just get on your dick and just tell you, you're the greatest ever. And like, come on, dog. At some point, we gotta be like we human beings. I don't, I'm not saying you need to be dissing on people. You shouldn't be negative to people if you don't have to. But just respect them and leave it at that, man. The shit, most people will be down to earth if you treat them like you expect to be treated. But these niggas was on some, like, other shit. They, one dude accused me of stealing tweets. How do you steal a tweet? Yeah, he, was like, he, was like, he was like, yeah, man, I know you've done it to me, and I have a secret account that you don't even know about that you stole some tweets from. Come like, on. How you gonna steal it if you don't know about it? First of all, first of all. Have y'all seen my, my 60,000 tweets? Does this, does, have y'all heard this show? Have you heard me call the morning Jones every morning with about, uh, uh, what, uh, two and a half hours of time to make up some shit? Who am I stealing from? Why would I possibly... Uh, it is insulting to think that I would ever steal from somebody because for me... I wouldn't feel right with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I give credit where it's due. Even on this podcast, if I quote somebody from another show, I'm like, you should check out Blank. I don't care. Like, there's no ownership for my shit. And I don't even sit around thinking about that. But you can go to this dude's Twitter page. This nigga hasn't tweeted in a month until I called his ass out. And every tweet he had was, he's supposed to be a journalist, right? So everything, every tweet he had was an angry tweet at another journalist. At a successful journalist. So it'd be like, Oh, Jim Trotter, you don't know what the fuck you talking about. Wow, okay. Okay, angry, angry dude with, you know, a couple people following him. Calm down. Nobody wants to read that. I hope I don't have more followers than him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but those are the tweets I was stealing. The angry tweets at uh, at Peter King. That's what I do. I steal those. Dumb motherfuckers. So, but it was amazing because he he brought up shit from years ago. And I, I, I just... Like, I, I went to bed that night. I mean, did this woman call your name out or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. You got another life going on on me. Is this something we need to talk about? <laughs> they was actually, like, talk. they were trying to talk bad about Karen. People who have never seen Karen before. Trying to talk ah, bad about ah. Karen. Trying to talk about, uh, well, that's why y'all can't have kids. Like, I've never tried. I don't. 
I don't know. I, I mean, say, I, I'm glad you got the doctor's maybe, report back. I know. Maybe, maybe they know something we don't know. I mean, if we can't, hey, that's we, better. We can save a ton on some pills. What? Keep that copay low. We are fucking up. Uh, yes, we are. Wasting that money. Y'all losing. Yeah. Giving, giving all. What kind of world do we live in where black people, a black couple not having kids, is losing? Like niggas got kids at sixteen. I won, nigga. I got ten kids, nigga. I'm eighteen. Fuck you. You should get extra tax money back for not having kids. They they should they should give me their tax money for trying to use my name as something. And, And the thing is, like I thought they were joking at first. So I was making I was going extra hard the other way. Like you know how sarcastic I am. So they were like. Nigga, you think you better than the boys? And I'm like, that's right, nigga. I'm solving my issues through Twitter now. <laughs> I got 2,000 followers, bitch. I'm the greatest poster of all time. And they would really be like, see, you take yourself too serious. <laughs> like, you loser ass. Yeah. <laughs> a joke go above your head, motherfucker. I'm about to say, you big time, boy. I be following some people. Some people got like oh, 200,000 tweets. Yes, that's nothing. You know, and the tweet, it doesn't matter if you have a million followers. That doesn't do anything for it. I'm not, I can't quit my job. Ain't nobody. It's not yet anyway. A tweet ain't about to give you no money. He's <laughs> like, these niggas are just straight tripping and, and it made me realize that I have haters now. And <laughs> like real haters. Like haters that follow my life. Like haters that follow me on Twitter to hate me. That's right. And I slept Wait so Wait to the haters like what's up? Say what's up. I slept so good last night. Like I don't know how to explain this to you. Like I slept the so smile good. on my face when I went to bed, man. Like I took a nap and went to sleep. Like I was, like I just felt rubbing off on you. you Got some extra, extra rest. Like I, like I felt, I felt refueled, man. Because sometimes I'd be wondering, like, is the podcast getting enough words out to people? You know, I know that I can see the downloads and the bandwidth. You know, people using up more and how much time they're playing it. But this is the first time where I was actually like, yeah, it's so bad. People hate me for what they think I think I am. Without even talking to me, these motherfuckers got. They could have. They could have emailed me. They could have direct messaged me on Twitter. They could have uh, called the show. They could have done a myriad of things instead of just sitting back from a distance, looking at me and just going, "This nigga, thank you, shit." Well, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you will follow somebody that you don't even like. That just don't make sense to me. People That's what I told them. Some people love to hate. Like, yeah, they is... life is happy hating. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not even saying their names, man, but people people hit me up on the site, on their their website. Like, this is, like I said, I don't go there anymore. People hit me up to tell me shit about them. On like, yo, man, such and such did this. And, yo, that nigga say he did this, but he really didn't. And, you know, you could, you could verify. I don't give a fuck. Like, I was even telling them, like, I don't care enough. To try to come back at them, that is stupid. It is fucking dumb. I I just felt bad because I remembered how it was when I felt that way. Where I was like, I'm on the message board and I got to show these little kids I'm the man. Like, come on, dog. We off that, man. It's 2011, man. We off that, man. It doesn't matter. He's like, look at my thread count. I get it, bro. You got a lot. You got a lot of hits. Oh, by using my name, which you claim that was not what your purpose was. But whatever, it worked. And now your next show will be exclusively about me. That's that's crazy. Because, you know, later on, I'm going to give out the details of where to find their podcast and their website. 
Uh, I'll give you their uh, Twitter names, all that. Just stick to the show, guys. I'm not going to do it now. We're going to do the show, and we're going to come back to this later, you know, probably closer to the end. Not the very end, but closer to the end, and we're going to go ahead and probably give them a shout-out. So, you know what, because they need the help. And they need, yeah, they need the work, man. I'm going to go ahead and help them out and help people find their show so they know what it's like to have people listen to them other than the people just on their message board telling them that the shit is great. Yeah, they know. Other people other than middle schoolers. Yeah, the be- I mean it's the best thing I can do. Hey, maybe there is an audience for people wanting to watch grown men call each other faggot five thousand times. Maybe it is. Hmm. You know, maybe if you want to say bread thirty-seven times in the first two minutes, there might be a nigga that wants to hear that. So I'm gonna shout y'all out later, man. You know, and obviously if you're hating, you'll probably skip to that part, but it's closer yeah. to the end, y'all. Um, anyway, man, Lupe Fiasco, Lasers came out. Mm-hmm. I like it. But I heard it shit. You ain't putting it on my I brain. I heard it. I will. Black Twitter was on that shit. Bad, boy. People were judging the album within an hour of the album coming out. But it's Lupe Fiasco. Like, I don't know how you can judge his albums that fast because they're kind of like lyrically deep most of the time and they kind of grow on you. But um, I've, I've been listening to it for like two days straight. I think I'm on my 10th listen. And uh, once I said I liked it, people start coming out the woodwork that I think was scared to say they liked the shit. <laughs> like, they were scared before because people was going at everybody like, this shit is zero out of five. I can't believe I waited for this bullshit. And uh, I liked it, and now people are like, I like it too. So maybe people need to give it another spin. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw a lot of people saying a lot of negative things about it. And then I was like, mm, it just came out. I- <laughs> yeah, and me and Roger have talked about this, but I think because of... You can get music from so many different places, and you get music for free, and everything is so instant now that I really think, we've talked about it before, people put music in categories. It's listen, chuck, listen, chuck, listen, chuck. But they don't, people, know, nobody really sits and just let music grow on them, really sit and listen to what the artist is trying to tell them. It's like within a few minutes of a beat, or the second somebody says something you don't like, you automatically reject it, versus actually just letting the music consume you. Well, I know for me, um, I I need to have something that kind of draws me in. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't keep me there the entire time, I need to have something that's like, okay, that's kind of hot. Let me listen some more. And like I said, I hadn't heard the album yet, so I, I can't really comment on the album. But if I'm listening to something, I need something to you know pull me in. Right. And then I'll go from there. But if it's, if it's real slow starting off or something, then it's kind of hard to get you pulled in. So well, that's what I think happened. I think... Lupe played the shit wrong. First of all, y'all niggas gotta stop following Lupe and these artists on Twitter. This shit is not gonna help you. Like, following these dudes on Twitter is probably the worst thing you can do because all they can do is let you down. Especially these conscious rappers. Like, they still just regular ass niggas. Like, if you follow Mo's Def on Twitter and then he take a picture with his 12 illegitimate kids, you might think differently about, you know, his songs. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You might not sign, you might not find brown eyed lady or brown skinned lady. You might not find that shit as uh, you know as, as good as it was before you knew that he was fucking them all. <laughs> like it's just it's a little different, man. So Lupe is one of those people that I think people got to stop following because he is a sensitive ass artist. And even though I like his music, I'm not really interested in his sensitive ass tweets. Like he's a he's a he's a hip hop hippie. You know, a hippie hop. How you? I don't know what the word. Hip hop, I don't know. He's a hippie though. Like he's one of them people that's against war and you know all about going green and all this shit. So he's not the kind of dude 
where you can follow him and expect to really get that type of return. Like, he's more of a dude that, uh, you should just check his music out and leave him alone. But, uh, because of all the instant negative reviews, he was tweeting about it because he's sensitive. And, uh, this article here is called Lupe Fiasco Hurt Over Lasers Leave. <laughs> Hurt. Just like I hurt those dudes feelings by not responding to them. Hey, y'all can't, y'all can't see this picture, but this nigga looks sad. I know, This is the face I imagine them niggas on the message board having. <laughs> they were like, and when you left the site over two years ago to go do your thing, I didn't say anything. Is there anything better than a rant that ends with, but just do you. <laughs> like, it's some other shit I can do. No, I'm going to go do some other shit. <laughs> I'm going to do you. Um, hours after Lupe Fiasco's long-awaited Lasers album leaked, the Grammy-winning rapper hit up Twitter to share his thoughts on the unfortunate release, unauthorized release. Um, oh, and this is another reason he played it wrong. He's against pirated music. Now, look, we're, every artist is probably against pirated music, but if that's the market and that's the way it's rolling, you gotta embrace that and you gotta own it. Yeah. Like you look at the some even whack artists that I don't really fuck with like that. The fact that, like, Lil Wayne owns the mixtape game. Yeah, Don't he, he though? He's like, I'm going to oversaturate the mixtape game so that they'll always think I'm hot. Maybe I only drop one out of every seven songs is actually listenable. Yeah. And maybe one out of every 20 is actually hot. But it will always be something hot from me on the street. That's right. <laughs> and, and it works. It works for him. And um, Lupe is the opposite, man. He released uh, a mixtape called Enemy of the State. But it was, like, eight tracks long. It was like an EP. And some of those were skits and, you know, two minutes of talking and then two verses and then the end. So, like, you just pissed your fans off because as quality as that was, that really got them ready for a heavy lyrical album. And then he released this album. It's a, it's a little pop. You know, this is very commercial for him. Now, I don't mind because I'm not the kind of nigga that wants to hear the last album. I don't know who yeah. these dudes are, but, like, I'm not waiting on Jay to make Reasonable Doubt too. It's not, yeah. that has no appeal to me. But, um... Because of this, he created some attitudes in his fans where niggas was like, fuck you. And it's been that way for quite a while. And now his shit has finally come out. And I think they couldn't wait to be like, man, you got me waiting on this bullshit? Fuck you. Like, you're nothing but a classic will satisfy these ears. What's funny is that they've been waiting on to steal his music. Yes. <laughs> Angry about because they stole something. Yes, and like, like, the blogs are mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of websites that are mad at him because he actually went on people's blogs and been like, and was like, why the fuck y'all keep leaking my shit? You know, y'all taking money out of my pocket. And he, like I said, he has the wrong attitude, but he's a hippie. And if you don't follow him on Twitter, you wouldn't know about this shit. And you I wouldn't know. be judging him so harshly when you first hear his album. You wouldn't be like, fuck you, nigga. I stole your shit. I just downloaded it to say I stole it. I don't even like your shit. Um, it says, uh, he says here, I never thought lasers would inspire so much negativity. Reading the comments are and reactions is crushing. So he was crying. He was definitely... He was teared up a little bit. Wow. Now, somebody had to talk him off the ledge. To, yeah, to all the Lupe fans who protested and petitioned, you did a great thing. Don't let people belittle what you achieved. You forced a major corporation to bow to the whim of the people. That's a glorious thing. Because for a while, the record label was holding its album. And apparently there had to be... And the thing is, I don't I only know these politics as I looked it up uh, um, at, for this show. But I, like I said, I don't follow him on Twitter, but supposedly... I think it's Atlantic Records or something like that. They did want to release his shit until he started making some more poppy sounding music 
So he made a compromise and pretty much made with the, the album they want, so they would release his shit because they wanted to sell. Now, he don't like his own album, supposedly, <laughs> but for me, that has nothing to do with me. Van Gogh didn't think he could paint. But uh, that shit's still classic, right? Yes, so, it is. I don't know. I enjoy this album, man. And uh, I just wanted to put that out there, man. I think you played it wrong. If you're an artist, man, embrace the shit, man. Yep. Don't don't be bitching out. Nobody gives a fuck about your bitching. And it ain't gonna help you. Even though you are right, people shouldn't steal your well, shit. Well, I mean, shit, that's like way back in the day when radio first came out. They were trying to sue radio stations saying that, you know, they were stealing music and giving right. it to people for free. They could listen for free and didn't have to pay for it. Now artists want to get their shit on a, on the radio station, so... And it's I'm, even worse than that, because you're actually, if you're mad at people who download your music, you are actually mad at your fans now. Yeah. Because that's what your fans do now. Unfortunately, yeah. that's what we've come to. The people downloading it would call themselves fans of you. Yeah. So when I, you start dissing them, they take that shit personal, now you lost a fan. I can say, I hadn't bought an album since about 2000. Right. So, but I'm a, I'm a fan of a lot of these people's music. It's right. just, I don't pay for music anymore because I don't have to. Yeah. It's not because I hold any kind of personal grudge against you. It's just, I don't have to, so why would I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for us to go buy an album, or even, damn, even a DVD or Blu-ray, it better be classic. <laughs> you done already heard the you already heard the bootleg version this time. Yeah, I like it from my body. Um... So, hey man, I was thinking today, whatever happened to people that, uh, black men that say, that say the word business instead of business? <laughs> I, I haven't seen one of them in a long time. I don't know if I'm hanging out with a better class of people or what, yeah, but. You, know, you ain't gang. hanging out with the old men. That's the old men talk right there. Cause Cause he, down in Mississippi. Are we gonna naturally develop, cause there's three black men in this room, are we gonna naturally develop that speech impediment as we get older? Like, I certainly am, hope am I gonna be trying to say business and it's just gonna come out business? I think college. I think college happened. <laughs> think that's what it was. College happened because it's, it's still a few. You go in certain neighborhoods, you still hear people. Okay. Say, what the business, man? No, I, I guess it's like earlier. You know, the earlier the day you were speaking the king's English and. Cheerio, <laughs> <laughs> yes. cheerio. So you know, you know, it's, I think it's all about you. I think if you go back to um, you know, certain neighborhoods, you'll be like, oh, okay, it's still niggas yeah. around say business. Go back to the project. Actually, when I was into. <laughs> Still say fitting, there ain't nothing wrong. For <laughs> when I was going, uh, when I was on that message board though, like I was thinking about it, it felt like I was going back to the projects, like where my grandmas and stuff were, like where I grew up, kind of there, like between there and of course my parents' house and shit. Uh -huh. But you know, a lot of my cousins and family, you know, they come from that, and it's good to be there because one, you learn that everybody ain't like the stereotypes they have about people. But the other thing though is like. That mentality was of uh, that shit could pop off was still there in them in those message boards, and I was like, "That is right. This I made it out the projects. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you guys can do the same. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Y'all niggas in here trying to put people's public they information out they there. They trying to get you back into the hood. That's yeah. all it is. Um, like I actually referred to the dudes that were beefing with me, the ones that I knew, the ones that I didn't know, I didn't respond to. But I actually uh, referred to them by their, their first names to tell them, like, nigga, I remember talking to y'all motherfuckers on the phone. And they got mad and was like, you put my government out there. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, yes, Kenneth. <laughs> yeah. Like, what world do we live in where your first name will get you killed on these internet streets? What the fuck is 
wrong with you, you sensitive ass bitch? The problem what is, is that? They probably talking so much shit out here. They really can't go outside. They really here. like that's how much shit they talked on the board. They can't give any information out because the littlest thing will trigger somebody who has had beef with them to fucking look them up. And, and stay tuned, haters. I know y'all listening to this part too. I'm going to announce your site and what if you get your podcast. A little later in the show, man, to just keep listening. And I mean, not like y'all wouldn't listen. <laughs> y'all been listening, obviously, from your comments. But, uh, you know, just keep listening. I, I will give y'all the shout-out to time. You know, I'd like to see really how many people actually look at it. Because I doubt I'll look at their site. I know, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's, I, that's a little experiment. I'm going to have people hit me back on Twitter and tell me, like, yeah, I checked them out or whatever. You know, they need the listens. And they need the love, man. And one of them was actually kind of cool. The one who hosted the show was like, yo, man, um, how many downloads do you get a day? After they boys done went ratchet on me for a couple days straight, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm not gonna tell you. How <laughs> the fuck would I tell you that, dumbass? The other thing is, he get might you, need to change the company he keeps. Yeah, get your boys in check. How about that? <laughs> um, anyway, man, so, um, I was, uh, I tried to watch the NFL Combine last week. I can't do it, man. That shit too much like slavery, man. It's it too, is. I was waiting yeah. on them to check their teeth and <laughs> split their families up and bid on the, the, the biggest one. Like, I thought they was going to call them a buck eventually. Like, I could not do it, man. Can y'all watch the NFL Combine? I've never watched it. I can watch highlights, but I don't want to just sit there and watch the whole thing. It's... Uh, for me. What about you, Karen? All those five men in the tight clothes. Especially the line. Yes, they were. Oh, that. Yes, they was. They was fine, but no. Because they got to run and squatting and folks giving them all kinds of directions. It was confusing as hell. They were like, turn to the left, no, turn to the right, run this way. I was like, what? What's, what's, what's going on? And they don't even, like, have real announcers. Like, they just kind of, like, there's no schedule. Like, it's nope. just like, and here comes so-and-so. And it looks like he's going to do the long jump. Yeah, okay. they spread him out there like the show horses. Yeah, he felt like Spartacus, man. I, I couldn't get down that shit. I tried, though. Well, I heard y'all talking about it. Um, I heard somebody talking about it, and it was like, they don't when the guys are running, they don't even have a clock running beside them to show you the exact time. Yeah. They announced it later. I was like, that's whack. Yeah, it was whack. It's not really made for TV. I mean, you got to be an NFL junkie to watch it, I guess. Yeah. And I'm just not, I guess. I, I love the NFL, but I'm not that type of level. Has anybody ever refused to go and still done well in the draft? I don't know. I, like I said, I don't keep up with that shit. It's really... it. Moved, only thing I care about is the shit I see on a Sunday. I don't even think I can determine if a nigga can ball from some drills. You know? It's like those niggas on the sideline that, that be hitting every shot. And you be like, hey, dog, you want to run with us? And then they whack. You like, oh, man. But yeah, you can catch a ball when ain't nobody covering you. That's yeah. not a good That's not a good indicator of how you going to do in a real game. Because right. John Wall didn't go to the, to the uh, NBA um, workouts, did he? I don't know. I don't remember him going to him, but he, I don't, he The most famous thing I can think of is, of course, Kevin Durant can't bench. A hundred and something pounds. And it's like, okay, how much does the ball weigh? Yeah, really. Because right. last time I checked, he would bust your ass <laughs> from outside the three-point line without a weight bench. You don't need that shit. Um, so, also, man, uh, I'm trying to start a new a new uh, political party. The gas is too damn hot party. <laughs> Who's coming with me? I'm in. Come on, man. This shit is crazy. Shit. It's going to be $4 in like a couple weeks. Yep. Um, Justin is not affiliated with these people. <laughs> 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 now nah, we growing our mustaches out, son. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. Because <laughs> as a karate expert, man, I can't keep paying like four dollars a gallon just to get up the street, man. This is crazy, man. Yes, yeah, it's expensive, good. man. And I was, and I filled my tank up. I hear it go ding, ding, ding. Okay, ding, ding, ding. I'm like, okay, ten more dollars, twenty more dollars. 
Damn, is you gonna stop, bitch? That's how I feel like when I'm at the Yeah, don't give me a wheel work for gas sign. Shit, man, I, I can't remember the last time I filled my tank all the way up. Well, you man, never I, filled I'm your a, tank all the way up, did you? Yeah, I do. Right after I get paid, I fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I used to be riding with Will, man. He'd be like, I'm gonna, hold on, I need to get some gas real quick. That nigga really did literally mean real quick. Because he's just like, two gallons is better get me where we need to go. Yeah, well, my whole thing was, it's like, if I go down to South Carolina where the gas is cheaper, then you're going to save 10, 15 cents a gallon. So I'm like, I just need enough to hold me over till I get there. But now it's like, gas is out everywhere. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm just going to put $10 in until <laughs> gas goes down somewhere. I guarantee you will grow up in a house where if he filled the gas tank up, somebody else would drive it all out. And <laughs> <laughs> be like, alright, here your car back. Yeah. He'd get it in, it'd be empty. And they're yeah. not giving him no money. They just come back that <laughs> night like, Will, baby, you need some gas. <laughs> go upstairs and go to sleep. I guarantee you that's what he learned. I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to maximize my earning, my, my gas potentials. Man, so uh, I was listening to Where's My 40 Acres podcast because I do shout out podcasts that know how to work with people. And actually, we haven't Brandon on the show Sunday. But, um, cool. We, I was listening to them the other day and um, I was at work. And this dude, I was in the elevator and this white dude, like probably about 50 or so, caught me off guard. He's like, Rod, what you listening to? And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> He's like, what you listen to? I was like, oh, man, it's like a radio show, man. He's like, what show? It's like, well, he technically, it's a podcast. And the whole time, I'm thinking, like, nigga, it's none of your business, but, okay. But look, I'm trying to be, trying vague, to be polite. So your ass will leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, like, what if, take the social gift. Take the social. What happened to being able to read social Twitter, and, I mean, social mannerisms? Social, social hits. People can read them. People just, they know details. I started giving out more details. They drive people away from me. Well, what I did was, I just told him. I was like, he was like, well, what's it called? I was like, it's called Where's My 40 Acres? And that white man did not look too pleased. He's like, well, what, what is that about? Well, what does it sound like it's about? What do you think, Honkin? I was just like, it's I was like, nah, it's a podcast about black rage, motherfucker! <laughs> black rage! Uh, I, I told him, it's, a, it's about music and shit, man. I'm like, you're not gonna look it up. No, no you're not. Why are you asking me yes, that? That's right. Because the reason he was asking is because once he found out the name of the podcast, he was trying to gauge your level of racism. Right. He was like, alright, if it's about black power and the Nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan, then I know Rod is an extremist, but it's about just, you know, the political topic of the day. <laughs> then he, he might still be the safe Negro. <laughs> See, most people think they're smarter than you. You know what I mean? Like, right. the same way you feel like, eh, there's nobody above me. Most mm-hmm. people just think they're smarter than the next person. See, that's the difference. But, but when right you explain there. something complicated to them, and then they look at you for a second, and then they be like, well, I still don't get it. That's when you know it's like, what am I just getting yeah. And most people are too, like, most smart people are not smart. Most people with an ego don't want to ask further questions because they know it'll make them look stupid. But I guess this dude just didn't have no ego, man, because he kept asking questions. I was like, man, I'm trying to help. I really am. Yeah, because you're not going to like with this conversation. Yeah, I really am. And and, and I feel you. It frustrates me at work because I listen to, like, a lot of different podcasts. Sometimes I'm really slow about it. And a lot of times I laugh at my desk. I crack up laughing at my desk all day long. And people periodically ask me what I'm listening to. 
And because I'm an in the closet podcast at my job, don't nobody at my job, only one person know I even had a podcast. So people ask me, I listen to I'm like, a podcast. They be like, what you listen to? I say, a podcast. <laughs> See, they don't even know what that is. They think you listen to something about aliens. Well, damn it, or... if, you, if you don't know, you don't know. A that's, podcast. What I, that's what I tried, though, man. Just, I. I couldn't come up with a lot fast enough, so fuck it, man. Um, hopefully, you don't listen to an episode with me on that. Or maybe, or maybe I get, maybe I can get them to make the next episode extra militant. So he might, you might check it out and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and, and on top of that, the funny thing about when I listen to the podcast is because we interact with so many other people. They they talk about me on the podcast, so it's funny because sometimes I be talking out loud like I'm right there in the room with them. So I be talking out loud like, "Who the hell is she talking to?" I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Karen's kind of crazy. They're going to get Karen in evaluation. <laughs> yeah. She do that with the TV and shit sometimes. I'll just hear somebody talking downstairs. I'm like, who the fuck is that on there? And I go down there and just Karen talking to, like, the bad girl. <laughs> yes, I be trying to save a bitch's life. Why can't I save their lives, baby? I know. Trying to help you, He been with me too long. He been with me too long. All right, man. So apparently Charlie Sheen is crazy as shit. Yes, he is. And I got some audio from an interview with him, man. And people been wanting us to do it like the Mel Gibson thing. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's as good for podcast jokes as the Mel Gibson oh, interview. The mixtape, I love the mixtape. Yeah, those shits was perfect. Yeah. But I'm gonna play this some of this interview, and we'll talk about it because apparently he's been going on a media blitz, man. And he like he was having trouble on the set of his show, Two and a Half Men, which I've never watched the episode of. Um, but he was having problems on the show. There were rumors about him getting drunk and coked up, but he would still show up to work the next day and do his thing. And uh, they basically uh, shut down production for a while because he was being too erratic, not showing up to, uh, like, the, the not the actual taping, but the rehearsals and shit. Uh, so they shut him down, and he went to the media, and they told him, don't go on the media. He's like, I'm going on the attack. And they basically shut the fucking show down. Like, they're, they're done recording for the season. They're talking about replacing him and all kinds of shit. So, uh, he's been going on everybody's show, doing interviews, and this is a clip from, uh, the Today Show. So, let's go ahead and play it. Or, can, you know, take a second to start, you know, because it's the Today Show, and why would, why the fuck would they want to work on the first try, you know? Um, but yeah, so, let me hit, let me refresh this bitch. Well, you know, the other thing is, he should have did like Dave Chappelle and just went to Europe with the other white people. Oh, yeah. Of course, Papa John's John's in the house. Yeah, I like Papa John's. These are the moments where I try to tell people, like, this is how you know that I don't think too much of myself. Because this wouldn't happen on the podcast with money. That's what I'm saying. Hi, good morning, Meredith, once again to you. This was a candid conversation, as Matt mentioned. Charlie Sheen did not hold back at all, opening up about his drug use, his kids, violence, depression, and also his new war with CBS Network executives who he claims are trying to destroy his family. The first question America wants to know, are you clean right now? Look at me. Duh. Drug test online. When was the last... Now, this nigga does not look clean. No. Like, I don't know if he just looking extra skinny because cause of what, like, it's the crackhead weight or what, but he does not look clean in the first place, but I love that answer, though. I need the drugs. Don't remember. Don't care. Drug tests don't lie. Scoreboard doesn't lie. You say you've cured yourself. Yes. Of it. So he's taking a drug test and, and a blood test and passed it. Y'all think he's clean? 
how long ago did he take this drug test and this blood test? I don't know, I mean, within, I guess, the week or something. I don't yeah, know. He just looked like he just finished snorting an eight ball or something. Like, he looked like he literally stopped doing coke to come do this interview. Yes, he does. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why would that even come up in a normal question. Oh, because this nigga ain't normal. But, uh, they, they are asking questions that... Look at him and think about the interview. They asking pertinent questions. Yeah, but I'd be like, fuck you, I ain't taking no drug test. I just said I'm not on drugs. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't, well, I think the studio gave a drug test. I don't think this is a, uh, like, for this interview, can you piss in this cup? Hmm, looks good. All right, let's go ahead and do some, like, I think it was for the studio saying, hey, he passed his drug test somehow. And, uh... Somehow. Yeah, come on, man. We all, he's on something. <laughs> this nigga is on something. He's on Charlie Shane. I think the motherfucker got like some type of special, like millionaire cleansing shit. That he does like whatever got the AIDS out of Magic Johnson. <laughs> Charlie Sheen owns that shit too. Uh, but let me go ahead and play some more. Remember, don't care. Drug test don't lie. Scoreboard doesn't lie. You say you've cured yourself yes. of addiction. You're, you're Alcoholics Anonymous. How have you done that? I I, I closed my eyes and, and, and made it so. Had it unloaded 22 years of fiction. And I uh, just decided that I don't believe that anymore. I know my own truth. And I just, that's what I stand on right now. What kind of fiction? The fiction of AA. It's a, it's a silly book written by a, uh, a broken down fool who <laughs> was a plagiarist. They think it's a one-size-fits-all, but it didn't fit me, and I just got tired of subscribing to something with a 5% success rate. As, he, as, a, as a retired gambler, he's better on than that, you know? D- yeah, retired, as in, I was addicted to gambling and had to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the thing is, if he just came out like, man, yeah, I, I smoked the other day, so what? You know, that I will give him this, I will give him this. Part of me wants to believe that he doesn't do drugs because he's so open about the shit that he does do. He's just like, yes, I fuck these porn stars. And yes, I have them around my kids. I let my Like, he was exactly. on a plane with his ex-wife and two porn stars during one of the interviews. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, that's what I call women. I respect that. I have, I have to respect that. Like, there's no way you can't respect that. Now, I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do. But I'm saying I respect the fact that he's like, I did it and so fucking what. I'm living my life the way I want to. Yeah, I'm definitely not hating on this dude for the record. But, uh, yeah, he looks coked up. <laughs> he looks coked up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. This nigga does not pass the eye test. If Charlie Sheen came to McDonald's for a job right now, he wouldn't get it. They would be like, nah, cuz, uh, get off the crack and come back. The other thing I have to wonder is why he can't sit up. Like, he is literally leaned to the side on this interview. He over here yeah. slumped. Head, head won't stay straight. Just leaning all kinds of ways. Yeah, weighs too much. His head weighs too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me go on some shit, man. Anyway. You turned to alcohol and other substances because you were bored? No, I didn't. I did that because they work. Work to do what? Uh, just change the way you see things. Change the way you feel. And yeah, when you're a little bit bored with the redundancy of certain aspects of your life, uh, I, yeah, I think that's why people do them. Do you and, feel out of control a, a month uh, or, two or two ago? Do you feel yeah, more in control now? Uh, well, of course, yeah, but I don't know if I call it out of control. Just the choices I was making um, were not leading to the results that I wanted. So I woke up and said, dude, you're 45 with five kids. Let's, let's do something different because this thing is boring. I got bored is what happened, yeah. You've been to rehab before. This time you did in-home rehab. First of all, what is that? 
And why did it work, you think, this time? I love the sideways slander of, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you did in-home rehab. The fuck you talking about, nigga? It's like, <laughs> it's like, is that some of that new homeopathic shit? Yeah. I did, oh, natural rehab? I did in-home. He did the rehab from uh, New Jack City when Pookie had to work out and then uh, <laughs> Ice-T would stay up and watch him all night <laughs> shivering from the shakes and that storm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we couldn't really call it rehab because we didn't have a license to operate one, so it was a crisis management center that we labeled the uh, Silver Valley Lodge. You labeled your house the Silver Valley Lodge? Well, yeah, that's what it became. So what happened? And, uh, we wouldn't allow AA to be a part of it. We wouldn't allow AA to contaminate Silver Valley Lodge. And as a result, it's, uh, it's only an incident. Its primary client uh, achieved radical success. Nigga, you are the primary client. You were talking about yourself. I love it. The, the primary client. Uh, she, you know, <laughs> he reminded me of a hair club for men. <laughs> <laughs> Not only am I the client uh, of my own uh, rehab facility, like Dr. Drew should get him. I love this though. He, he renamed his own house. Yes. <laughs> like, I love it. Why isn't Dr. Drew hollering at Charlie Sheen? But you know, Not as not as a person to give rehab, but as like a trainer. No. He can rehab, uh, he can rehab at an amazing rate. And you know what? He probably wrote that shit off on his taxes, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much money as he got. Fucking but even if Charlie Sheen is clean, damage has been done. Damage at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. When in October, he allegedly went on a drunken rampage against a porn star inside his room. His kids were right down the hall. And the conviction for assault in Colorado in 2009. Police say he held a knife to the throat of his now estranged wife, Brooke Mueller. The judge ordered Gene to rehab. But people have said, you're a violent person toward women. What do you say to that? Yeah, they don't know me. And, and, and the same people talking about those incidents weren't there. So how much can they really discuss the situation they were not involved with? You know, at that point, it's all just a judgment and opinion and just the, the gibberish of fools. You uh-huh. want to rededicate yourself now to your kids, to being a dad, sure. Are you embarrassed that your children will read about this one day? God, no. It's talking about an education. And they're like, this, and then that's the guy. And he's our dad, and we can get all the answers and the truth. Wow, winning. He been on Twitter too long. Yeah, I, I love this dude, man. His swag is impeccable, man. And I, a lot of people say, like, Rod, man, how can you support this dude? When he said the N word. Because he's called women niggers. But people forget that he's actually Hispanic. His real name is Carlos Estevez. And if we let Big Pun say it, I think we can let Charlie say it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody was letting Terry. They fine with Terror Squad, right? I mean, maybe we didn't buy their albums. But we did <laughs> let them say the N word and nobody got hurt. So I think I'm, I think I'm cool with Carlos Estevez saying the shit, man. That dude is hilarious. He's amazing. Like he just he just wills himself to power. He just does shit because he believes he can do it. He thinks he's God. He's like, if I say it, so shall it be. Like I believe, I literally believe he was smoking crack as he took his piss test. <laughs> but he believed in his own ability to cleanse his urine so much that the shit was clean, dude. That's my belief. No one can make like we should be studying this man. This nigga could be a mutant or an X-Man or something like that. <laughs> how the fuck can you turn... You know how Gamut can turn all kinetic energy into his, like, mutant powers? Yeah. How the fuck can Charlie Sheen turn drug energy into nothing but will to win? 
It's amazing. Now listen to me. Until last month, Sheen was winning as the highest paid actor in TV. Are you insane? Making nearly $2 million an episode on the hit sitcom Two and a Half Men. CBS halted production demanding Charlie clean up his act. That's when Sheen went on a rampage on the radio. You sound like Thomas Jefferson. Well, I'm not Thomas Jefferson. He was a f***. <laughs> um, no, but, I, but, I, but I dare anyone to debate me on things. Debate me on AA right now. I have a disease. I cured it with my brain, with my mind. I'm cured. I'm done. You've called into a lot of radio shows. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something, Dom. That's cocaine talk, Dom. Debate me on anything right now. Ready? Come on, let's go. Who wants to do it? Let's go. What do we want to talk? Hey, hey. All right, who wants to go first? Like, come on, dog. That is cocaine talk. Right. People without drugs don't say shit like that. I think my, my passion is misinterpreted as, as, as anger sometimes. And, um, and I don't think people are ready for the message that I'm delivering and delivering with, with, uh, with you know, a sense of violent love. But it soon turned to hatred aimed directly at the show's co-creator, Chuck Lorre. There's nothing besides the horrible at a certain Semi. I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Bring it. He's been watching the bad girls for Yeah, yeah. Play with it, rotate it. He's definitely been watching. Bring it. Bring it, bro. Bring it. Giggity, giggity. Bird. Bird, my manager. Frost complain everywhere. I mean, no, I've never had that in my past. You can look as deep and as far as you want. It's just not there because I'm not that guy. Yeah, he's not anti Semitic. Maybe anti nigger. Maybe, okay? You might not want to look into that part as fast, but yeah, he, he, he loves the Jews. Leave him alone. No, that's, that's, that's silliness. CBS didn't see the humor and canceled the entire rest of the season. You told me you're at war with them now. Well, we're even definitely at war, yeah. What's the war? Well, the war is that they're trying to destroy my family. And so um, I take uh, great umbrage with that. Um, and defeat is not an option. They picked a fight with a warlock. What level warlock? <laughs> I need to know. I mean, these things are perfect. A thousand? I mean, he's pretty high. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, he's winning, though, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. This is Dragon Ball Z. I mean, obviously, he's on at least six or seven thousand. It's the thing, crazy. The thing is, though, it's like, I really don't care. I don't, I don't know why he cares so much. I mean, he's been doing Michael Jordan commercials. Uh, I really don't even watch this show. I think it's whack, but you know. It's not that he doesn't care, Justin. He finally is able to let out that he is winning. I understand his frustration, man. I have a problem holding back sometimes, too, because I don't want people to know how much I'm winning in life. And that's all this is. He's finally able to tell people, look, I got this studio off my back. I can't hold it in no more. I am winning at life, suckers. And he's he letting us know. He definitely winning when he have porn stars, his children, and his ex-wife all on the same plane. <laughs> That's winning. That's winning. I feel like, I keep <laughs> wondering, like, I, break out. I keep wondering what the fuck is up with his ex-wife. No, someone need to interview her. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know why? Why, why are you bringing your kids around to fuck up her money? Because the money. I'm about to say, she, yeah. Man, she can't get the money some other way bringing them kids around a cokehead. Oh, but to see what you don't understand is, you know they took his kids away, right? They took his twins away, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, if he keep fucking up, she just get more money. The more he fuck up, more money she'll get. That, I'm pushing her ability to be a mother, not her ability to get money. I asked what was wrong with her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but not then, why she was doing it. Something is wrong with you. You think I'm gonna bring my kids around this cocaine? Cause you know what? I need some money. That and she probably do the coke with him. That or the last time when he put that knife to her, he let her know. Fuck the cops, everything else. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> I mean, who hadn't put a knife knife to their wife? I thought that was his. I think that was his first wife. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like saying. What's the restraining order gonna do when I'm at your house busting down your door? <laughs> exactly. Not a whole lot. That's and that's and I'm Let sure he's applied close. that theory before. Like right. maybe. Like you see, I keep getting out. They will post bail eventually. <laughs> how are they trying to destroy your family? They're trying to take all my money and leave me with no means to support my family. It's not rocket science. You know? How do you plan on winning that war? Um, with with zeal and and focus and and violent. Hatred. <laughs> <laughs> you love, or you hate, you live in the middle, you get nothing. Didn't CBS have a right to shut your show down? They're reading about you partying at all hours of the night, taking drugs, abusing alcohol. It's their show. Epic, epic behavior. Um, no, because after reading about that, then they observe the guy hitting every mark, nailing every every line, every joke. Which strategy? With a full house, screaming. Ever miss a day of work? Um, not a day that cost anybody any money. I missed practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> oh, great. Now, my He quoted Alan Iverson, who's, who's playing overseas <laughs> for some third rate. Hey, Alan Iverson ain't even overseas no more, man. They have articles about him being caught drunk in a Atlanta bar by himself. Damn. So it's like he called another dude that went ham to the point where he was out of the league and lost his job. But can you be mad at him for using the N word no. when he hang out with? No. N words. <laughs> first of all, he's first of all he is not white. So he's a Mexican that wins so much he willed himself to be white. I can't be mad at him. <laughs> I can't be mad at him, dog. I, I would kick it with. Well, no, I wouldn't kick it with y'all. See, no. I want to live. He quoted Iverson though. Yeah, he quoted the goat, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't even have it. He quoted Iverson. I don't even think he oh, does. God. Hold on. Come on, guys. We're talking about practice. Since the shutdown, but in our interview, she wanted to address Chuck directly. If Chuck Lorre is watching right now, yeah. I imagine he probably is. He should be. What do you want to say to him? It's funny to ask. I actually have my questions right here. Because Chuck is the only man in the universe who can answer these. People are begging for an answer to these questions. Chuck, number one, why is it when I was ready to return to work, you told me there are no scripts ready to shoot? It's obviously back to the second part of the question. Uh, what would we have shot had you not ordered the suits into my home to shut down my party? So you're saying you didn't write any scripts to even shoot a show? I'm, I can't speak for them. I'm just putting these out there because I think they're... So wait, dude had to order people into Charlie Sheen's house to say, y'all gotta stop partying so hard. We need to shoot this show. And Charlie Sheen's answer was like, all right, well, fuck it, man. Why the show ain't ready right now? <laughs> he's like, you ain't got the shit? Yeah, he's like, are you ready to record this second? Well, Charlie, it's 5 a.m. We've been 
partying all night. Because I'll be ready by nine. You haven't slept in days. Well, look, I'm saying let's do it now. I'm ready right now. This second. Well, some of the scenes take place in the morning. The, the scripture's not ready right now. Well, damn, why are you shutting my party down? Fuck you. He does have a good ah. No, he's right. I'm not. Good point. Everything's explanation. Fine. Clearly, he didn't bring gum for everyone. Okay. <laughs> 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 he must have had a house full of people. Damn. Man, his sideways slander is the best, man. <laughs> Talking about Frank. And why is it uh, you issued a decree informing me that the remaining eight shows of season eight had been reduced down to four? I don't recall getting a vote on this, by the way. Uh, stated as well that uh, season eight, our highest rated season to date, most shows are in decline by then and headed toward Will and Graceville, um, was suddenly to halt production. Sideways slayed there, Will and Grace. <laughs> Sideways slayed <laughs> alert. Two weeks earlier than scheduled. You're the only man that can answer this. Gotta remind these people. Um, number three. When you were told that the crew would suffer gravely as a result of your dictatorial laziness, would you please explain what you meant by your statement, quote, they are not my problem, end quote. I'm sure there's like 120 some odd people that would love to hear the answer to that. Then Sheen pulled out the Alcoholics Anonymous handbook and took another swipe at Lori and AA. Right out of here, Chuck. So if this is, in fact, your handbook for living, I direct your attention to page 417. You know what's coming. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Accept me, Chuck. He threw the book at the camera. Oh, that's like dropping the mic. Either he got some good people working on his team, or yeah. he did some great research by himself. Oh, that, nigga, he did. that nigga had writers. I doubt yeah. he did, because he went to right to the page. It was it was perfect. Yeah, like, when you winning like that, though, you just it's coming off the top of the head. I think he's really on that drug that they're basing that movie on. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that drug where limitless. Where, yeah, limitless. But my dude could just do any, use every part of his brain. I think that's what Charlie Sheen is all. Stay sober yes, without the written guidelines of AA, but it's never come easy, not for him. A lot of your fans have been worried about you, worried about your health, are you going to be or you're not going to die? Amateurs, come on, no, I'm fine, I've always had a plan, I've always executed it perfectly. On the love, y'all didn't notice he said, death is for amateurs. Check it. Sometimes oh, I read a mark, whatever. How do you avoid slipping back into that again? I don't know, I just won't do it, that's... I will not believe that if I do something, then I have to follow a certain path because it was written. It was written for normal people, people that aren't special, people that don't have tiger blood, you know, Adonis DNA. Strong people <laughs> relapsed. Strong people have started using again. Fools, fools, trolls, <laughs> defeated. They allowed defeat to be an option. I will not. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I, you know. Uh, I'm not saying I'll never have a glass of champagne here or a glass of wine because those are, you know, things that you celebrate with. Um, I'm not interested in cocaine. And What's next for you? How do you convince a producer of a movie, of a TV show in this town to take you back on their set after basically being let go from 
Does it come on CBS? Well, I mean, first of all, uh, come Wednesday morning, they're going to rename it uh, Charlie Brothers and not Warner Brothers. <laughs> Winning. Swag to <laughs> I like how it's not Sheen Brothers. It's Charlie Brothers. <laughs> He's not even going to give Emilio anything. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's not convincing anybody. It's like, guys, IMDb right there is 62 movies um, and a ton of success. I mean, come on, bro. I want Best Picture at 20. wasn't even trying. wasn't even warm. Um, I've got Roman Coppola with a brilliant script. I've got the David Ward with Major League 3. I've got Nick Cassavetes with God's Ability. I mean, it's like the list goes on. You have offers. Well, yeah, and they're like so excited that I might be available because I haven't. Did you say Major League Three, though? <laughs> I don't know. I like Major League. I'm just saying, I ain't really been craving some more Major League in my life. I mean, they did make a big moment three, so yeah, you're right. That's one. Been for eight years. Do you want to keep doing TV, or do you want to switch over to movies almost um, exclusively? I will do both. I'll do both. Like I said, I'm a man of my word. So I will finish the TV show. Uh, I'll even do season 10, but it's at this point because of psychological distress. Oh my God, it's turned on an episode. Take it or leave it. It's like everybody thinks I should be like begging for my job back and I'm just going to forewarn them that it's everybody else that's going to be begging me for their job back. It's how I roll. Period. The end. Defeat is not an option. Do you owe CBS an apology? No. They owe me a big one, publicly, while licking my feet. I'm saying, or they don't think that what I'm saying is true, then I have no interest in in, in their uh, retarded opinions. Really, no. You know, <laughs> he just stole Loki through retarded in an interview with like NBC. And he said that's how he rolls, though. Obama got a trophy for saying that shit on late night. Charlie Sheen just stole. It's a throwaway word there. Retarded. The thing is, he needs to definitely be in um, whatever movie that Zach is in. Dude, I'm telling you, Hank, if he's not if he's not playing the Mike Tyson of Hangover 2, I don't know if I want to see it. I don't know if I want to see it. Like, if, how great would that be if they showed up at Charlie Sheen's mansion with the Tiger Blood? You know what I'm saying? That would be awesome. All I'm saying is, put Charlie Sheen in a movie, don't give him no script, and just roll. See right. what happens. That shouldn't be better in the background. Yeah, we need a movie called Unscripted, starring Charlie Sheen and, like, Tracy Morgan like <laughs> 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 the way I want them to win inside of every moment and uh, and they can just find the most comfortable chair in their small house and uh, sit back and enjoy the show we reached out to CBS and Chuck Lorre for comment did not hear back from either of them but last week CBS and Warner Brothers said they were halting production based on Sheen's in their words statements, conduct and condition now, tomorrow morning, right here on Today, more with our conversation with Charlie Sheen. They're going to hear about his new living girlfriends and why he calls them the goddesses. Plus, what was Martin Sheen's advice about all of this? Charlie's surprising reaction when his own dad weighed in. That's tomorrow morning, right here on Today, Meredith. You can see that he is camped. Yo, man, Martin, Martin Sheen got to be like, come on, dog, come on. Stop calling me about this shit. Like, I know, I know he's my son. I mean, he is beyond my help at this point. The fuck y'all think I'm gonna do? He's winning. I can't stop him. Charlie probably don't care. Charlie, like, man, listen, I ain't trying to impress him. I'm paying your mortgage. Yeah, you need to calm, calm down. Right, he got bitches in his house. Oh, goddesses. <laughs> they goddesses. They some bitches. <laughs> All right, man, let's do some articles. All right. <laughs>
Kayla Henriquez confesses to fatal stabbing of Tamisha Richards in Facebook feud over diaper money. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, did she pose for this her? I think she, she did. For her handcuff picture? I don't think she's posing. I think she's cussing them out. And they just have to snap that the picture. That picture? <laughs> that shit does not look like a pose to me. No, she look like she like... <laughs> top model. That, that shit to me, that shit looks like if you don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, a Facebook feud over a $20 loan mm. for diapers left an aspiring Brooklyn lawyer dead. Wow. Damn. It's always... Somebody's the smart one that gets killed, ain't it? Yeah, because the crazy one don't give a fuck. Like, people wonder why I don't go places. It's because too much smart shit has happened in my life. And I can already read the article. Like, people like, hey, man, let's go to this park and play in the hood. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> you know what? The straight bullet going to have my name on it. They're going to be like, oh, you know, he was a scholarship. <laughs> full four-year scholarship at Fairville State. He was one of the smartest students of all time. <laughs> um, $20. Yeah. yeah Fatally stabbed by a teen mom who turned it who turned on her lifelong friend. Uh Kayla Henriquez, eighteen, calmly ate Chinese food after confessing to the vicious Monday night attack on Kamisha Richards, uh, who had long uh long treat treated the killer like a kid sister. So she stabbed the person that was looking out for her the most. Yeah, she didn't Chinese. That must be some good ass Chinese food. She was like, oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who borrowed the $20? The one that got killed, correct? Obviously. But my point is, <laughs> she's an aspiring lawyer. Why? Why? Yeah. And I don't know. You're right. Let's read further and find I'll, out. My theory is. The chick got mad because homegirl was asking for her money back. It was like, why don't you just leave me alone? I'll give you money when I give it to you. Because mm. you know, there's a lot of niggas that get upset when you ask for your money back. That's true. That's yeah, true. why you well, shouldn't give it out. somebody owe you money? Man, I, I, stopped, <laughs> I stopped trying to recoup money. And I just don't give it out no more. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's true, man. My theory is that uh, blood is thicker than water, especially when it comes down to the family. You know what I'm saying? Nothing comes between family quicker than money. Message. Oh, yeah. Folks, it's all out of money. Yep. Message. And this isn't baby love. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I won't be fooled again. Yeah, I don't raise your glass, then. Uh, let's see. It's senseless, she said. <laughs> I love that stupid show, <laughs> The world lost an angel for $20, sobbed and destroyed. Nicole Coulter Henry, hours. After the knife plunged into her daughter's chest. Dang, man. It's crazy. Um, the other thing that's crazy is none of these people involved in this story had the same last name. <laughs> God damn it. Blackness. It's senseless, she said Tuesday. Tears streaming down her face. She didn't deserve this. Family and friends said Richards, 22, took the accused killer under her wing when Enrique's mother died 15 years ago. Last year, Richards threw a baby shower for Enriquez, and she was helping plan a first birthday party in May for the suspect, uh, for the suspect's son, before the fatal falling out over a package of Pampers. A weary-looking Enriquez, her hair unkempt and her hands cuffed behind her, oh, barked at reporters. Told you, man, they took this picture when she was cursing them out. Barked at reporters out of the 75th, outside the 75th precinct station house, when asked if she felt bad about the slaves. No, because it was a mistake, and I was protecting my kids. Damn. That, that, wow. 
It was a mistake. That ain't a mistake. It was stabbed someone to death. What does Facebook have to do with this? I mean, they obviously friends in real life. You know, I just want to throw that shit in. God, yeah, they always throw that. They always throw that shit in at uh, like, like internet killing. And you're like, oh, what happened? It's like, well, he slept with his wife, and then he came home and he killed the dude, and uh, they also are friends on MySpace. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with each other at all. Um. Let's see. The once friendly pair traded Facebook insults over the weekend. See, there you go. With one of Kayla Henriquez's uncles saying the hard feelings were further fueled by ugly text messages. Bitch, man up. I'm here. Make a move. Read one Facebook post from Henriquez, known in the neighborhood as KK. In addition, in another exchange, Richard's eventual victim left a su- Sunday message, Sunday night message saying, Kayla, now you're getting out of hand. I hope you're having fun entertaining the world. Trust me, I'ma have the last laugh. All caps. Three exclamation points. Uh, Kayla Enriquez offered a terse, ominous reply. We will see. Damn. Well, I guess when you put things in all caps, I mean, what, that's what's going you gonna get stabbed. Yeah, this is why people don't want me to put their government on the message board. This is what happens. People get stabbed and shit. So, I, hey, I'm sorry, fellas. I didn't know it was this real in the Facebook streets. I don't want y'all to have the last laugh. Don't don't have a thousand friends. That's all I can say. So anyway, man, they killed each other on some pampers, man. That's sad. Um, I don't feel like reading this article, but this lady likes to do therapy. She's a therapist that does it naked because she feels like it'll help more men come to therapy. Not it'll get more men to come to therapy, but they ain't gonna get the help they're looking for. Oh, <laughs> how yeah, how they well, well, they might though. I mean, yeah, they gonna come and come. Will they? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what she looked like though, because that picture was of a model or some shit. Oh. I want to know what the real yeah, the therapist looked like, because like, that picture right there was like, I would come see you, but your ass ain't got no degree. You don't look like nobody. You ain't go to college <laughs> for eight schools. years. <laughs> Hey, I wonder if anybody ever go to their therapist's office and be like, bitch, how you gonna help me? <laughs> be talking shit to the therapist. Now, this sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, Tony Soprano used to do that. Um, slurry pervert back in court after returning to farms to sexually gratify himself. A man convicted of sexually gratifying himself in manure has been caught oh, doing it. Damn. Has oh. been caught doing it again. Damn. By a child. Child I know. I cannot believe that he was doing it in manure. I know. I can't <laughs> believe that he got caught like that by a child. I mean, I can see him in a dope copy, but a child catching you in manure jacking off? Come on, man. That's amateur time. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Truscott, 41, and they give his address, <laughs> was discovered on Saturday by the youngster at Woodbury House Farm, Red Roof. They give. I don't know why they gave his address. When police officers arrived soon after, they found Truscott naked and covered in a large amount of slurry and mud in a quagmire, giggity giggity, surrounded by tissues. So he was prepared. He brought tissues. You know? I think if I ever get arrested, I'm be like, I'm homeless. I don't have an address. <laughs> yeah. Don't let the news, the news, see what happens is the news finds this shit other ways. Like they, all they need is your name. It's the same way they find them chicks Facebook posts. Like they just hear that a crime happened. And then they go look at your Facebook page and your address. Yeah, and you look at the driver's license. Got your name and your, yeah. your address on there. Well, can I switch my driver's license to homeless? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I put hope. the man shelter address. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you registered to vote, they got that too. I put yeah. the man shelter address for that. 
Uh, she said there is a history of him of his visiting this particular farm, seeking sexual gratification while immersed in cow dung and mud. Oh. This is the only place he seeks to grat- gratify himself in this particular manner. It has it goes back seven years. Yeah, well, he's yeah, they're trying to beat him away. What kind of shit do those cows have that he loves so much? But what is the problem with him getting his rights off in some shit? I mean, I mean, it's not his farm for one. So. <laughs> oh, okay. He oh, do, you, do you think that them the same cows that do the Chick Fil A commercials? <laughs> <laughs> they like that. You promise you gonna eat more chicken, right? More chicken. Yes. You need to eat more chicken. <laughs> yes. I just I, what I want to know though is like, is this the only way he can jack off? Because it would suck. If this is his like method, like the only way I could get out of this, I need my napkins. I, I got I need cow shit. I need cow dung. I need to be it needs to be a specific farm. I can't move around different farms. <laughs> I need to I, I, I gotta be comfortable. Saying, why does he get a big pile of shit and put it in his bathtub and just well, stroke it How out does that develop? Like did he get some in the butt one time? He was like, Oh I got to have it. I need <laughs> lots of it. I needed lots of it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I need the doo doo. You mess with them cows. It reminds me of home. I grew up on a shit farm. That's so why I learned to jack Wait, off. Isn't the dude um, from Back to the Future? <laughs> I wonder if it's this Biff. I wonder if it's this Biff. did end up coming in shit a few times in his movie career. Um, you, think, you think the cowbells turned him on then? Maybe, maybe. I think it's the brother from Weird Science, the one that got turned into a big piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. She added the Roth family had to regularly check their livestock, outbuildings, and equipment. Truscott had committed a sex act in the muck spreader and set fire to outbuildings, killing livestock in frustration when they cleared him out of a farm equipment to prevent his activity. So they caught him. Kicked him out. He got mad. Came back and burned Burn his shit, shit down. down. How is he still alive on these streets? Though? <laughs> I don't know. These are the most tolerant farmers of all time. As Carol said, that's not what's hot. Yeah, <laughs> no. What are these Clark Kent's parents? These are the nicest farmers ever. Yeah. Come on now, beat it. Stop burning my shit down. How did they find him with the cows giving a little extra move? <laughs> <laughs> He's <guess> here. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear the barn a rocking, don't come and knock. On Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday the son of the family have become aware of a man he has been who have been seen climbing over the gate onto the property. The child came across Truscott naked in a field among cow dung and mud. Uh, uh, he was jailed for 20 weeks in November 2009 for breaching the restraining order. This nigga has a restraining order against a pile of shit. (laughs) You know crazy don't give a fuck about the restraining order. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Speaking of crazy and restraining orders. A woman desperately gripped the windshield wiper blade. Her body splayed across the hood of a minivan (laughs) as it raced down a northern California freeway in the middle of the night, reaching 100 miles per hour, witnesses said. So I guess they're filming the new Transformers. (laughs) While the temperature hovering in the low 30s, damn, shit, Christopher Michael Carroll drove 35 miles from Manteca to nearby Pleasanton on Saturday with his wife clinging to the hood, prompting 911 calls from at least two alarmed witnesses. Carroll, who's 36, was being held without bail Wednesday, and of course, right, on charges of attempted murder, kidnapping, domestic assault, oh, and domestic assault. Yeah, 
she's the one need to be locked up. I mean, yeah. all he did was get in the car and crank it up. Her dumb ass the one holding on to the white boots. I don't know. He might have tried to ran her over and she had to jump on the hood and he just took well, off. We're going to find out. But what, my real question is this. Why wasn't he charged with speed? I mean, we know he was speeding. Ah. They just said the nigga was doing up to 100 miles an hour and they, they only got him for kidnapping? Come on, man. Uh... Carol got into the family's minivan around 12.30 a.m. Saturday after he and his wife had an argument at their home. Uh, she kind of goes with the van to try to stop him. Gets up on the hood and he is hanging and is hanging on to the wiper blade. Said. She obviously didn't think he would keep driving. He was mad as shit. Yeah. 30, hey, 35 miles. I don't care if you're doing a hundred. That's a long time. That's, that's a good, long that's drive. 20 minutes. With her on the hood like, bitch, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> you know, you probably turned on the windshield wipers and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, she was still talking. Look, that means, but obviously he stopped the lights and everything else. Her dumb ass didn't get off. I mean, come on. Stop that lights, come on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was, it was 12.30 at night. Yeah, you know he was riding through everything. Yep. And he, like, he was going to be like, 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 like I would trust him if he was like, listen, just let go of the windshield now. I promise I'll slow down. I'll, I'll stop. I promise. Just let go. Like, don't make me throw on these brakes. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's swerving and shit. Um, one witness followed Carol most of the way and told police he his speed reached 100 miles per hour. How you gonna follow him most of the way? Like, at what point did they give up? Like, shit, man. You know, no you know the game is coming on tonight. Okay, okay, keep fucking with you, dog. How, how small is she that she can hold on to some windshield like this? I don't know. Man. The minivan is a slope. Yeah, is that a strong slope? A woman scorned, as they say. She must be strong. But more like a woman life threatened. Yeah. She's strong. She is strong as hell. That's all. Adrenaline is a powerful drug. Carol returned. Twenty minutes. <laughs> Carol returned home when police arrested him a short time later. Uh, oh wait, no. Eventually, Carol slowed down the vehicle, and his wife was able to roll off. <laughs> <laughs> the driver following the vehicle took the woman to a nearby hospital, where she was treated for hypothermia. So he drove so fast it was so cold, yeah. start freezing to death. Man, we need, to, we need to get some money together and help him with a lawyer. I'm really not mad at that dude. Yeah, I know you got some abuse in uh, the wild ride happened several days after Carol was arrested for being under the influence of a controlled substance. Uh, police received a phone call. Oh, they go to his other charge. Yeah, he's on that. that Charlie Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> winning. <laughs> I'm on that Charlie Sheen, man. I'm on a drug. Yeah, it's called Charlie Sheen. Okay. Um, Facebook blamed for one in five divorces in the United States. Wow. Now, do y'all think that's a high percentage or a low percentage? I think that's low. Because it's only 20% of divorces. Yeah. And I think it would be blamed for more than just that. Yeah, or maybe, maybe that's just what it's blamed for. I guess Facebook really isn't what's causing you to, to have a divorce. Yeah, it's the cheating that's found on Facebook. Yeah. It's like when I meet a nigga that be like, yo, man, I can't even have a Facebook page. I'm like, nigga, you are winning. <laughs> no, you are about that life. Personally, I got Facebook and MySpace and everything. <laughs> my dick has control. <laughs> um, Facebook is cited as one in one out of every four, five divorces in the United States, according to Loyola University Health System. Furthermore, 81% of the country's top divorce attorneys say they have seen an increase in the number of cases using social networking evidence during the past five years, according to a recent survey. And again, that's why. Last but not least, Facebook is the unrivaled leader for online divorce evidence with 66% citing it as a primary source. You know what's sad is all the motherfuckers that pay Match.com. 
No, what's crazy to me is that they just haven't, apparently this article just ain't got up on Twitter yet. That's all it is. Like, Twitter got to be responsible for just as much. I see people talking after them DMs and shit. I know what's going down in these streets. I see my timeline. I know y'all fucking each other. Black Twitter is not that big, okay? There's a reason these people are finding out about the podcast. Y'all fucking each other. Um, <laughs> it's not that Facebook is solely to blame. After strained marriages are bound to break, uh, already strained marriages are bound to break with or without the service. Still, a couple doesn't have to be experiencing marital difficulties for an online relationship to develop from mere online chatting into a full-fledged affair. Exactly. And this is why I don't like Ty Diamond coming around my woman. I see you, nigga. I think it's, it's McCall's ass. Yeah. Don't get stabbed. And you think if I kill Ty Diamond, that it'll be like, instead of saying, like, Karen was having an affair, they'll say, I stabbed him over Xbox Live. Yep. Yep, that'll that, that, be, that'll be me. Xbox, though. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure that I unfriend him before I do anything. Uh, <laughs> no, you stay his friend and be like, ha ha, that was a good joke. We had fun at home. Like, yeah. be up else forever. And then kill him. <laughs> and then it'll look like I covered my tracks. I'm like, why would I want him dead? And we were best friends. Yeah. I'm going to send him that, that tonight. Good job, Judge. Thanks. <laughs> you always looking out, man. <laughs> if, it ain't, if it ain't the bed, it's another. You know, I got to prove my love every night, man. <laughs> you got to prove your love. The other thing is, get Karen to get his password so you can have him tweet that stuff. Like, yeah, that was fun, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then he, he can say something. You can tweet something crazy for him, like, Right. I'm about to go over such and such house. I hope he doesn't kill me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, set, I'll set up somebody else. <laughs> I had to find. You can set up Kenneth and the other guy from the other website. Yeah, I set up the niggas from the other from the website that was talking shit with their whack ass podcast. Yes, this is a good plan. <laughs> I'm glad nobody will ever find out. Ever. Steve Harvey logic. Just between me, <laughs> just between me, you, and the people that listen to this podcast. Because they can keep a secret. Oh, wait a minute. No, we can't. no they can't even keep no, they can't. <laughs> they can't even keep the joke you eat Yeah, we couldn't even keep a secret for like five hours. <laughs> I knew that shit was going to spread, though. Um, police say 27-year-old Takara Daniels throwing up to a Broward County, Florida school bus in Florida and to protect her son from a bully. Now, oh. this is what happens when you don't have fathers involved in situations. Yeah. <laughs> because that doesn't do anything but ensure your son is going to take multiple ass whoopings yes, when you are not around. Your mama can't be there all the time, man. He's going to have to actually commit crimes now just to get his... Yeah, he's going to have to join the game. Because his mama. They're like, oh, you the nigga that mama fight for. Uh, video from the bus shows Daniels allegedly smacked the accused bully in the mouth. She was arrested and charged with burglary, assault, and battery, and child abuse. What the fuck I was doing? She must have stole something from the kid. Man, they just be charging. The burglary is when you break in the house and nobody's there. They just be is that what it is? They just be charging you with shit so they can be like, we gonna drop one of these charges. I have a uh, girlfriend that drives to CMS. And she would say, technically, unless it's like a field trip, once a parent crosses the threshold of the door, you're trespassing. Yeah, but burglary? I think she might have like, She must have ran his pocket She must have slapped that nigga like Now give me your lunch money nigga Yeah how much of Terrence lunch money did you take Oh nigga that's robbery Them the cool grades Oh I mean would she have a gun and a knife or something Them the cool grades Were you a, were you a were you, he, she Probably a little ass kid that she was slapping yeah. up Slapping up What size shoes are those nigga My size homie. My size Are they the new J's Are they the new J's You got the new J's on And you suck Give me J's 
See, I'm gonna need for the bus driver to start. I don't know. Stop letting people on their buses. Man, I don't know. No, she probably crossed her way on that bus. I'm gonna do you what? The one hundred. See, this is the problem, man. We always expect other people to do their jobs better than we would do our own jobs. No, no, no. Like, hold on, let me finish. Like, if somebody, like, 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 say security at my job. Like, if somebody knocked on the door to my building, I'm probably gonna let them in. Cause I don't give a fuck. Nope. As long as they ain't looking for me, and as long as they don't look dangerous, I don't give a fuck. Now, maybe he goes in the building, and it's Chris Brown, and he beats the shit out of Rihanna, and I go, damn, I shouldn't have did that. But, that's how this bus driver is too. She ain't giving no 110%. To see an angry motherfucker knocking on your door, coming on the bus, you hey, 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 no, I'm not getting slapped too. It's not like that. But I guarantee you, that bitch has never been at the bus stop with her son before. I don't give a damn. And all of a sudden, uh, right, but you know, that's an even better reason. Let me think. If anybody is coming on the bus, I'm like, hey, look, I, I'm paid to drive the bus. Yes. I'm not paid to protect these children. If you want somebody to protect these children, you need somebody sitting in the front seat. Right, put an officer on the bus. Not to mention, it's even more reason to believe that something is about to go down if you've never seen this woman before. Now I'm even more like, oh, which one are you looking for? I'm going to need her to send a warning text or something like, it's about to go down. Plus, you know, you know the bus driver couldn't wait to see that little nigga get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know all these bus drivers date that. I bet bus drivers go home and dream about slapping kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to slap these kids so hard, I'm like, my dick hard. <laughs> Every day on the bus, I want to kill a kid. Like, yeah, they probably, they probably tagged her in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on in. Who you looking for? Hey, baby. So she stopped and was like, hey, uh, I think. I got come a sign on, to see in number. number. You see, she didn't come on and was like, what the fuck? It's Jeremy. Turn her to the left. <laughs> Tom, no, I didn't say nothing, okay? <laughs> turn her to the left. Did she pause the camera? Yeah. <laughs> she had to, because they she turned, everything. She, she turned her head away from the camera and was like, turn her to the left. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't say it. No, ma'am, don't go back there, wink. <laughs> He's the one on the outside, one on the outside. And of course, in a very surprising twist to the story, uh, this woman was already on probation for driving with a suspended license. Um, wow. Yeah. Portsmouth, Portsmouth police charged a couple with child abuse after stun gun punishment. Damn. Oh. Hey, y'all talk about my chitlin' fucking punishment being harsh. At least I ain't stun gun. Uh, Boy, I to go jail. <laughs> Portsmouth police are uh, searching for Regina Wilson, who was accused of abusing her children. Her husband is in jail tonight after being sentenced for using a stun gun on their two children. Uh, spokeswoman Jan Westerbeck says the in- initial incident happened a year ago on February 10th. He was arrested at the CPS, and Portsmouth SVU uh, detectives discovered that a stun gun was used on several of his children. Yeah. He has enough children to have several. several. Yeah, I noticed that. Wow. This nigga Crow Martin. squad, don't he? Andrea Wilson was sentenced in Portsmouth Circus Court on Tuesday after, uh, to two counts of felony child abuse and neglect. The couple was in, indicted last May, but police ne- have never been able to arrest his wife and mother of his children, Regina. Uh, Westerbeck says investigation took the investigators took the investigation further and discovered that there were other times that abuse was done on these children and the mother was also present. Uh, I wonder if he ever hit her with a stun gun. Like maybe that's why. That. Probably so that's why she ain't. She's like, look, I'm trying to get man. hit. Yeah, she on the run. I'm free. Why they can't never find her though? They <laughs> they keep trying to find her. Like, well, they gotta check her Facebook page. You know, maybe like, she made an update. Is she hot? Is it, is it that easy? <laughs> she just hot. Hey man, I how many people, your Facebook account. How many people y'all think been caught because of Facebook? Like oh, they checked boy. in the places or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm gonna run for these cops, nigga, they'll never catch 
me. Oh, I just became the king of the burger joints. <laughs> <laughs> then they got to turn up their four corners. Yeah, I'm on four square. I just became the king. Of, I'm four the square. mayor of uh, the mayor of uh, McDonald's. <laughs> and police just come right on. Um, anyway, man, that's fucked up. But still, remember that was a, that right there was that right there was a stun gun. But it's better than a real gun. That's what I'm saying. Winning, winning. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of winning. Apparently this dude found maggots in his McDonald's burger. Which, I mean... Oh, yeah, this is my surprise. And they got a picture of a burger that I can't tell if there's maggots in there or not. Because it's from McDonald's. That is not a good place to eat. Um, but anyway, let's see. Mr. S- the, burgers, the burger giant wants to use a laboratory to investigate Lee Savage's claims that his Big Mac, which he purchased from Frank- Frankston's store, had 20 to 30 maggots crawling over the meat patty. Uh, Mr. Savage says he would only check this burger to ensure it had extra pickles that he had ordered. While the pickles were there, he claimed so were the unwanted bugs. I don't believe this nigga. That's all I'm saying. One. I don't. What? Like, I know they only make like $2. I get that. But what employee is going to open up the bun to put pickles on it and see maggots and go, eh, about right. <laughs> Probably won't notice. Come on. The other thing is, is they want to eat the McLobster though. What do you mean? What the hell is a McLobster? Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. Think Justin just made up a sandwich. Check it out. Check it out. McLobster. Check it out. Uh, Alright, well, y'all check disgusting. that out. I'm not. I'm not gonna eat it. Hell no. Well, that right there just solidifies why. I like lobster, but not that kind. Uh, let's see here. He took the matter to police who said they were powerless to act. It is just disgusting. The only reason I looked at my burger was to make sure the extra pickles were there and I was like, there's maggots in my burger. My mate didn't believe me. No one believed me until they saw it. The maggots were still visible and moving during an inspection yesterday. Uh, Mr. Savage said there is no way the maggots made it into his burger during the trip home uh, as the bag remained done up tight. Uh, I just wanted a refund. That's it. So now you're so unemployed. Uh, when we receive the product, we will provide provide it to the University of Wollongong Laboratories for testing, says McDonald's. Well, how the fuck are you going to test it to see if they were on there when he bought it? Probably test the age of the maggots and if there's actual eggs in the meat and shit, maybe. I don't know, man. With how long, like, they can tell shit by like, how long it takes them to turn the fly yeah, and shit. Yeah. All I'm saying is this, though. I don't believe this nigga. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing this shit. Like, like, no one else got a maggot burger that day? It was yeah, just 30 maggots in one burger? Because something like that, like the whole batch would have been Yeah. And they freeze the shit out of these burgers. The burgers aren't sitting there. <laughs> this nigga just doesn't know anything about fast food. He was like, <laughs> they fried my burger in maggots. <laughs> um, so this dude apparently <laughs> sexually abused a... Uh, this dude apparently sexually abused a dog. Oh. A coker man charged, not coked up man, that's not Charlie Sheen, a uh, coker man charged with animal cruelty admitted that he sexually abused a dog. Three oh. witnesses told deputies they saw Samuel Earl Sims, 56, abusing the mixed breed dog at a home, why did they say mixed breed, what does it matter, <laughs> at a home half black, half white? around midnight on Sunday. <laughs> black and yellow dog, is that these witnesses happened to be happened to observe this by accident. They were shocked and appalled, like, like they observed it on purpose. <laughs> no, we we were there for the appointed well, dog fucking. It was twelve thirty. <laughs> I was right on time. We were actually running late. 
a little early because I wanted to make sure I got a good yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see the money shot. I sit in the front row. <laughs> I sit in the front row of my dog fucking. I don't know about you. Wow. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we're aggressively trying to seek more serious uh, charges, but they are trying to get upgrade the misdemeanor from animal cruelty to a felony. Do you, do you think he applied for the Craigslist? Yeah, maybe he was like the teacher on Craigslist. <laughs> yes. And maybe he, they stumbled onto the wrong party. Uh, it seems that she is a neighborhood dog. If, if someone claims her, she will be. If someone claims her, she will be returned to the owner. You know, when I was coming up, we used to have neighborhood dogs too. You know, and they used to just run around and bite motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the oh, chicks you know. they used to get around. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Know. You know, the whole neighborhood <laughs> get turned of uh, them dogs. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't have fleas. No, well, some of them did. Get a shot. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> But uh, apparently they were passing this bitch around <laughs> the neighborhood. Uh, our defendant did give a statement admitting to <laughs> For a second, I thought they were talking about the dog. <laughs> our defendant did give a statement. Turf, earth. Arf. Um, this is the first time in my career that I've heard of anyone doing this. Uh, and they, for some reason, they got two pages out of this. I'm not reading the rest of this. Um, and of course, the last... Uh, Oh shit, that is the last story. We actually talked about everything. So, I guess it's time to give those haters their due shout out. Um, so, anybody wants to know how to find that podcast, all you gotta do is reach down to my pants and suck my dick. I'm never gonna give you motherfuckers any credit. I don't know why y'all ever put my name in anything, because it's never gonna help you. You will never beat me. I don't know why you even consider this shit as a competition. I listened to your little whack ass show. It sounded like y'all recorded it in a bum's asshole. Please <laughs> never bring me up. I don't want to be associated with your whack ass product, dude. And I'm not asking for it. And the only time I'm ever going to pay you attention is if my fucking name is in your mouth. So keep my name out of your mouth, dude. That's all you got to do. And don't follow me on Twitter and then bitch about it. I'm not, I'm not following you and I will never read your tweets. I don't care about that shit. This is life. We out here trying to live, dude. I'm doing me. Why don't you do you? Them shits don't have to intersect. One person, only one person here knows personal information about the other people, and that's y'all, because I don't give a fuck about your life in general. If you die tomorrow, I won't weep. I don't know who will. Maybe these internet message board 15-year-olds that y'all are trying to impress will cry and mourn y'all and put up a thread, and the shit will stay up for a couple days. But that shit does not move me, man. And I feel sad for y'all. I really do feel sad for y'all that my confidence makes you insecure. That's fucked up. You need to go put some man pants on and get some own shit that you can be proud of. That's all you need to do. Make your product proud enough where you ain't got to feel insecure about another man. And remember, I'm not on anybody's dick. There is nobody out here that will make me bow down to them. Everybody is the fucking same to me. If you treat people with respect and you act like you should be respected, people will give you respect. Next time, just ask for my fucking help. Because I would have helped y'all. But not now. When? <laughs> love you, baby. I love you too. Wow. Y'all know what to do. Follow us on Twitter and shit. Peace. <laughs>